Hey everyone, welcome to the Immaterial Gamers podcast, broadcasting live from Finland, Iceland. Iceland. One third of it is live from there. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely live. From... One third from Iceland or wherever you are. Yeah, one, absolutely. One third from um, God knows where he is. Some weird room with our logo just printed everywhere. Oh, it's 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 the cell. I'm in the void. I'm in the void. Yeah, the void. Is that where our logo comes from? The yeah. void. And then uh, broad- one broadcasting live from his bedroom. So anyway, yeah, I'm Ryan. I'm taking over host duties today. Uh, it's uh, Canadian Thanksgiving, so. Um, has anyone got a, like a, a party popper or anything? You know? No, no. Okay, fair enough. Well, well, in in our hearts, the Canadians will be will be happy in regards to that. Can, can I get a turkey? Uh, can you get a tu- no? You think they do have turkey? I assume no. they have turkey for Thanksgiving. No, we fucking we we live in the UK. Do you think we're getting turkey? Do you think we're getting anything for Christmas that isn't corn? No, I, I'm curious because. For American Thanksgiving, they have yeah. turkey because that's meant to be something that was eaten at the first meal where they are meant to have sat together. Yeah. And then, so what was eaten at the first meal when they first found Canada? Uh, maybe you should. I mean, do you know anyone from the First Nations who who would be around to tell you what that was? Because if the answer's and turkey, did, then. Oh, and I'd like to know which one did they go off? Did they go off the English, the French, or. Exactly. Is that the only two? The British. What is it? Oh, it's British. It's probably just Turkey. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So so you you obviously had the colonising of the the, sort of the the English or the and the French and the First Nations who you know who originally owned the The land before we decided to ruin it by you know doing doing our usual. Exceptionalism, colonialism, and all that bollocks. Yeah, I did nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 do we? Anyway, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm Ryan. That's Darius uh, to my right, and uh, below us is Stefan. As you can see by the names, actually, to be honest, they're all, they're all in the in the box. But uh, you know, I've also pointed, knowing that this is an audio cast, so <laughs> they do eat roasted turkey. Well, a fucking. Bullshit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. Still on the idea that I don't usually host these much anymore. Um, I end up being a guest on our own I, podcast. I, but I, I love the fact though, when when that because it's like come to that. St- to me, it's like a stale thing when Terry does. It. As soon as Ryan's back on, I just cause chaos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just immediate, immediate, immediately. Um. So uh, yeah. The, 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 there's a there's a there's a slight lie here. I am not broadcasting from Iceland because, well. It's just why would I be? Yeah, yeah, just just as cold and nowhere near as bright. Um, Yeah, uh, no. The reason I've got the background on is I always make the joke of broadcasting live from a League of Legends world event. Um, Did it with MSI uh, a few weeks back, and uh, yeah, it just happens. Um, But there's going to be a a little a little segment I'm just going to going to state is called Ryan's Soapbox, and uh, you'll be. I'd say looking forward to that later, but maybe 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 not. Um, but we'll also, you know, we've also got a couple of bits of news to talk about. 
uh, as well. Um, but we'll move on to the original feature of our podcast. I say original, and every every gaming podcast seems to do it. It's called What's Been Played, and um, I need to find the first person in the top left to talk about what they've played, and oh, it's me. That sounds good to me. So, uh, yeah, so what have I been playing? Oh, well, I've been playing more Tales of Arise. Thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you for asking. Um, yeah, I I have I have opinions okay. uh, about how this works. Go on. Go, well, well, right, before you, before you start... I, go I, want, I want to hear your opinions, because every time you say something in the stream, I just go, no. No, Ryan, stop. Yeah, I need... Right. Yeah, I still you to, I'm I'm still going on my own thing. I'm guessing there's no point in telling me at that point. I just no, I just you're wrong. You to stop guessing. No, no, even if you're right, I'm still going to put no Ryan. Stop. <laughs> no, I I I'm guess because that that's I guess because that's how I talk. But there is a point that I'm going to make that you will most likely agree with at this point. Yeah. So, so many I, sticks. Oh, so many sticks up so many butts. <laughs> right. That's 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 the thing. So, for anyone who hasn't been sort of watching the streams, um. I've gone to a point now that I'm just playing games to completion. And the first game that's that's worked on that is Tales of Arise. Um, the RPG from Bandai Namco, who've changed their logo, and it's awful now. Um, sorry, I preferred the old... Well, what have they changed it to? Oh, it's like some sort of like pink on black thing. One, one minute. Because Steam had a sale for them the other day, and it had their old logo on it. Yeah, it still does have it. Um, oh no, no, maybe they've announced it. Yeah, there we go. It's this, it's this, this like pink speech bubble abomination. I'm just gonna go and put it in our Discord, just so you can, <laughs> so you can see. But just, I just, see. I wanna see. Just, I'll, I'll put it in the podcast availability. But it's this, this thing. It's so it's just it's. Black text on white background. You it says Bandai Namco and it's a pink speech bubble. It looks like a you, T-Mobile you know logo. Look, you know why they've done that? Why? Because I was reading an article the other day about them, about the because it's the same people who did the game that um, they did the game as well. That, um, Darius played the other day, the stream the other day, Little Nightmare. Little yeah. Nightmare, yes, yes. That is their first big game they've actually had properly out in the West. And Tails is be- becoming their cl- close second, bringing about fifty percent of their profits. Right, just so, from the West. Right, so why um, is the de- so why is the design so basic? The logo is being changed to appeal to more people for the West. We're from the West. Yeah. We liked the old logo. It's it's well, I personally like the old. You're, the European. They've kind of got a good marketing already. It's right. the American market they're trying to get into. And seeing that I, I watch a lot of stuff in Facebook and all the rest of it where it's like, okay, America, now we're going to go sidewalk. No, and pavement. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, I, I thought, well, it, it's on the side and you walk on it. Sidewalk. It's like, well, it's a bit simple, but okay. Yeah. Um, it goes off the whole thing of Americans. And I, I find this kind of a lot, especially when I did out and design. Americans don't like stuff like big flashy stuff so they want it a bit more they do do like big flashy stuff but they seem to like more little minimum things minimalistic design yeah right which look really complicated but are really not and if you just make a design that's too complicated it seems to baffle with americans heads uh 
Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I, I feel really sorry for Americans that are listening to us, but for, for my experience in design, that is generally, if you look through researching for when stuff has come from, let's say, the from the East to the European to America, you see it slowly. It doesn't really change much for the European. Mm-hmm. Because it's no matter what, it's, it tends to get a good footing in. And then as soon as it goes to America, it changes. But it's the same way the other way around. Yeah. You you watch an American company trying to advertise something for the East. Yeah. And you watch their logo go from something really simple to... What happened to that? <laughs> yeah, so it's just like this bombastic explosion of shapes and colour. Yeah. Right. Over there, it's a more of a cultural thing to have all this colour. It, it, it's not going to stand out to everything. It just blends into everything. If you have that, it's not really going to blend in anywhere, is it? No. Especially, in, let's say, Japan, what you know of Japan culture and everything. That logo is not going to blend in. Yeah. I mean, to <laughs> no me, English, I guess, I guess with, I guess with sort of, to its credit, I guess if their aim of, we want you to talk about our games... Was the oh. was the theme? Then, yeah, I guess I guess it works in a on speech that. bubble. It's like, oh, have you heard of this? Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, I guess there's it a is, lot of gaming material that's that worked for that. It has got that, um, but has got that design of it is like, tricking you into yeah, that subliminal this is in a speech bubble. You should speak about this type thing. It's like when you read when you read a speech bubble on anything like comics manga anything you you kind of put on a voice in your head when you say it and i can hear that kind of japanese voice yeah <laughs> and it makes people remember it more yeah no fair fair enough fair enough i i just i i just like the old logo i mean to be honest it's you know it was enough that a couple of years ago it used to say namco bandai and then they flipped yes the yes. um the names is Bandai Namco now, and it still just messes me up that sometimes I say Namdai Banco. Um, but anyway, Namdai get back Manco. back to Tales of Arise. That, that, that oh, just sounds on. like a uh, Mortal Kombat move gone wrong. Fair enough. <laughs> we just hit him with the Bandai Namco. Um, but uh, yeah, so Tales of Arise. So been streaming, got about thirty hours through now. Thirty two hours, I think, by the end of the stream. Um, basically. The stream, the game's runtime is mirroring the stream time that have been going on. No, no farming on the outside and, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I got to we got to the the fifth realm. Um, you know, the basic story: um, man and woman and party of misfits uh, look to stop a well, stop an invading force from another planet, um, and their and their their ability to enslave the entire populace. You do that by taking each lord out one at a time, and you get to the fifth lord, some undead-looking motherfucker, who... Hey, he was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. He looked like Sephiroth all the way. <laughs> well, I, I just like the fact that with his walking, it really did look like he was dead for years and, and, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, they've got to the boss fight, and it's like a Tales game where you, you're facing the big bad, and you, you defeat him. And then he powers up and goes, <laughs> you think this is over? Go on. And you, you go again. That was, that was a fight you had to lose. 
Well, initially, well, yeah, because slight spoilers on on this from when reviews came out. There was a reviewer who turned around and said, "We got to all this. I thought what I thought was the final boss, and then X and Y happened." Um, so I thought, "All oh, right, we probably got to this point. It's a, it's a must lose." Um, and and whatnot. No, it just turns out he was ridiculously difficult to beat and required by the end uh, of it, and I, from I, some dis- from some heated discussion between me and Stefan on there, uh, required the use of correctly timed boost breaks at every step of the uh, fight. Because yeah. basically, if he if he got into a combo, your party was dead. Yes. Um. So you so you had to basically stop him. And to be fair, he's got one what I can now consider one of the most epic mystic arts that I've seen in a Tales game yet, where he brings out a giant ice sword from fucking nowhere and just drives it into the arena that you're fighting on. Um, slightly less epic knowing to the fact that all you need to do to dodge the massive amount of damage that he's dealing is just constantly mash the dodge button. And just oh, and just keep and keep going. Uh, do, um, do you know something? Well, on my what on my playthrough of that, mm, he set it off this? once for you dinner. Yeah, just once because um, he it, was charging it, it up it when. And... I took him out when he was charging it the first time. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, part of the thing so that I never I got got is that... to see it hit the ground. It was, I yeah. just sat there going, "Nope, can't let him do hit the ground. I don't care what it's gonna do. Just don't hit him in the ground. I'm just going yeah. mental on his butt." Yeah. Like the Dark Souls game. Well, it's nowhere near. No, it seems so. But the, the way you're kind of describing that, uh, once he gets into certain movements, yeah, there's no way of slowing. You are basically just watching your team die. And... No, it's 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 just like staples of the it, Tales it, franchise. Yeah. They have like this feature called Over Limit that once a character takes a certain amount of damage, they're unblockable, for or like they're unstunnable. For a small amount of time, yeah. and then they have a bit. They have a, an additional yeah. feature on there where if you hit them with a skill and make contact and deal damage and hold the button, you then deal what they call a mystic art, which is like this big, massive damage dealing thing. And the way that it works, whatever whatever you can do, they can do. So, and theirs are generally a lot more, um, uh, a lot more, a bit more devastating. Seeing that they're one person yeah. dealing with a team of like four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have to say, Tales of Rise is a lot more action orientated in its playing as other Tales games were, mainly due to the fact they dropped the multiplayer aspect of it that you could do for fights. It's now a single player only game. Uh, where did you now. end your? Where did you end the last stream? Because I never watched the last so, a bit of it. So I've I've literally ended it. Like, well, it's like I played an hour after, and this is what I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna get to, and I'll probably just explain. It. So defeated the boss. And then you get the cutscene where you think, right, everything's over. I yeah, I remember it wasn't this. Over three months point. later. Yeah, well, one month later. Uh, yeah, I thought it was three. For some it's, it's one month later. Yeah, one but month here's, later. Here's, here's the thing of what I'm about to say on this. This The way I've now thought about it in my head, and I spoke to Martin about it before going live, and I want to see if you agree with me on that. What I basically finished doing on the stream on Sunday is completed season one of the anime Tales of Arise. Yeah, a bit like... Um... With um, Tales of Sophonia. Yeah. Where it was yeah. basically, you completed this side of the world. Yeah. And but... then it was like, the second part is you and the other side. Have fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, Tales of Sophonia didn't give you an entirely brand new animated cutscene to let you know that you were playing the second half of the game. It actually did. Every Tales of Sophonia did as. 
I'm not pressing X to do anything. Oh, I'm pressing X to doubt. Um, I know there was an entirely different game. There was Tales of the New World, which was... Uh, not yeah, Tales, which... No, Tales of the New World is its own set. Tales of Sponia and there was this, like the spin-off spin. sequel. Yeah, where it was both worlds Dawn of the New World or something like that. To, yeah, both worlds were joined together and they have to work together. Yeah. And, but people were being still fussy pants about it. Yeah, but um, the, way, the way it seriously is designed, because you mentioned this in the Saturday stream, didn't you? That the creators of Tales of Arise did not want to do a sequel to this game. No. So what, it's, but, what, it's, what it sounds like they've done is they've mashed in all their big ideas into one game. But as I did say to you as well, while I was actually speaking to you, is mm. they certainly don't do a, they don't want a sequel. Never once said about a prequel. Oh uh, well, yeah, that's that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> no, no one, no one said we're not going to go back three hundred years. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just the way it's designed, though. Is it? And and from what you've told me afterwards, and we're going to put the spoiler warning on here again, that that's not the last intro that you no. get. So Stefan has got further into the game and hit a point where there's now a season three intro. To the anime it's, Tales of Arise. To be honest, it's not a completely new intro. What it is, is a bit of an extension added to the last one you got. Right. Which okay. makes sense. Because when I watched it on yours, you watched the whole thing. I skipped it, part of it. Mm. And then, yeah, I watched the all of it. And there's a copyright claim on uh, on YouTube at the moment. Because that was licensed music. <laughs> Bad boy. Bad boy. <laughs> well... <laughs> At the end of that intro is what you end up looking like when they add the extra bit to it. Right. So I actually I guess I kinda like that at that point in the in the fact that yeah, we're moving these sort of like cutscenes to now represent what your characters are going to look like. So yeah. going through through the through through the point. But yeah, you know what? I'm still still enjoying it. I mean I'm you know, on the idea that we're nowhere near completion. So I, gonna I be... want one thing. You've you've met a sovereign. You are a sovereign. Why have you got nowhere near that power of that sovereign? What convenience! I'm literally thinking. Alfin sat there with so much power up his bum, and he's just sat there waiting to like use it. And he's like, mm. well, I mean, Yoda. I mean, to be, just, to, mean, to be fair, I'm he's, saving he, my energy. I am. <laughs> he doesn't really have. He doesn't really have much time to to deal with like the amount of power that he could generate because of the party of sticks up the butt. Uh, Come on. And even supporting sticks at the book. In my, for what I for what I played, there's only two people in this whole game that ever have sticks at the book. Shion. too stupid. Yeah, Shion and Ren. Yeah. Shion sticks out falling out when Ren's seems to appear more. Hmm. Yeah, except that I've got to one month later. And it seems that that stick has gone right back up there. And I know, I know it, the it, stuff it, that you want does, to explain, but it does literally drop out quite quickly. Right. Okay. Once, good. once stuff starts, I think what you've just had the anchor drop, as what they call it. Uh, I don't know. I'd like. I'd literally just got to a point where um, we were looking around and trying to get people to realize. You know that they're not under control anymore, and I found a guy just dead in the middle of the in the middle of the castle. So you go to report it to his mum, who goes, 
Okay, that's cool. I'm going to go work now. Yeah, but still turn the club game on. Short, yeah, shortly after that, you're going to get a thing that hits the floor. That's what I'm telling you right now. Hits the floor, <laughs> they call it the anchor. I've already right. spoiled it slightly because I actually thought you were up to that point. No, um, no, but I'm assuming that comes thing... from Renner, so some giant, or from Lenigus no. at least. Yeah, it comes from Lenigus. Renner yeah. is beyond Legia. Yeah, you know, they're, weird. they're weird how they do this. Yeah, it's it's right. Yeah, because you've basically got the, the way that the, the world it, works. You've got Dana. Let's go to Deep you've... Space Nine. <laughs> yeah, so you've got you've got Dana and you've got Renner, and then you've got this little moon in the middle of it that they call Lenigus. It's not even a moon, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you say, it's probably like a space base. If you, if you actually watch the intro for what you've got at the minute, it actually yeah. shows you what it looks like, and it's like a space station type thing. Uh yeah, makes makes sense, I guess. Good artificial moons, even better. Right, um, Darius. Yes. What have, what have you played? played? Nothing. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Stefan, what have you played? <laughs> no, no, um, you you did. You did Spooktober. What did you start playing last night? Uh, or Sunday Spooktober. night? Spooktober! Yeah. Uh, well, I before that, I played a little bit of Mini Metro. Oh, the little puzzle game. Yeah, where you have to like maintain the shape. Oh, the, me- the Metro Link. The, the, the Metro Link. Yeah. Like the tube station. Yeah, with people by, being represented by shapes. And yeah. the shapes want to go from one point to another. Mm-hmm. God damn, this game is quite hard if you want to get to that certain, you know. Level, yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, me, me, and Ryan were watching you play this and talking oh. to each other. Oh yeah, we we were watching you play. Um, we were definitely watching you play Little Nightmares yeah, and. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, you definitely know we we're watching you when we were going. Yeah. Sound is key. I know, I know. You were the mats on the floor, but literally watching you do it, and it's like, it's like the whole when you were like, he can smell me. It's like. No, the sniffing's there to put you off. That's why you can hear the as you walk yeah. all the fucking time. I mean, you you did once you figured out that first puzzle, you did learn very quickly about the whole sound effects this particular yeah. encounter. Um, but so, you, I do like the way that game did that. It it does literally trick you thinking that blind man can smell me because <laughs> he says they yeah, got go with differently. Yeah. Oh, I can say, so, and it's like, nah, I can't. Yeah, so we, we got a little bit ahead of you, your little Spooktober thing. So do you want to explain what Little Nightmares is? I mean, it's been out for a couple of years, and it's it's had the sequel, oh, yeah, though, which you probably get a quite, quite, quite some time. So, um, yeah, um, a Little Nightmare. To be honest, to this point, I still have no freaking idea what it is about. <laughs> I know that I am a little dude in a yellow jacket with a weird on my face basically yeah it's like a little raincoat um and, and doing mario style i'm walking mainly left to right yeah <laughs> and trying to avoid some strange encounters with strangers i would say yeah either mainly monsters i would call them because i am not entirely sure what that kind of dude was uh, i'm calling him big daddy <laughs> See, I believe he's I just known as the. I did read up on this on the walkthrough. He's known as the janitor. 
which would sort of explain okay. some of the sort of stuff you were you were walking around, like the you know, the last puzzle involving the laundry basket. Yeah, that was like on the track. You know, so. you know, you know they've done. Um, you just remind me when you said his name's the Janitor. They've uh, made amongst us VR. Yes. Uh, and oh no! I was watching some people playing it, and this guy was like, ah, just about to, to kill someone. And then this guy shouts across to him, hey, he's trying to kill you. Turn around. He turns around and he goes, I'm cleaning the windows. That's not a job. That's not one of the missions on the job. I've never heard of a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, okay, but I'm watching you. But then you see him again later on. And he's like, where did you come from? He goes, I was just wiping the circuit down. But he came out of a vent. He went, you just come into the room and watched him beat the ha- was beating me up. Literally, the guy was beating him up in the car. <laughs> and the guy is like, "What are you doing? He's beating me up." And I go, "I'm I've just beating him up because he came out of a vent." <laughs> oh, classic! But his argument all the time is when they go, "I'm sure that's not one of the tasks <laughs> on the thing," and he goes, "I'm a janitor, mate. Never heard of it." That that would be kind of funny if um, amongst us had like job titles. So you'd only get certain jobs within this title. Ah, so like you could just get electrician. Yeah. For example. Yeah. So so that would then so mean if you you're get, sat there turning around. You could around... get like a specialised in it. So you could get electrician, plumber or something like that. That worker. But you'll get the janitor. That'll have a mix. <laughs> mm. But then an imposter doesn't get a title. So they then have to. They're fake tasks. In fact, actually yeah. remove the fake tasks. But let them determine sort of what sets of tasks they're supposed to be doing as as an electrician so so if someone turns around if they turn around and say oh i was clearing the leaves out of the vent it's like but you just told us you were an electrician yeah you shouldn't have that you, yeah you shouldn't have that you shouldn't have that set of tasks uh, uh sorry did i say clear the vents out i meant like um do the simon says on the <laughs> fix the vent the reactor <laughs> yeah no i could i could understand that but um yeah, Darius, we were really enjoying... I was actually really enjoying your little I'm nightmare. Really great, I'm not really a great person to play puzzles against because, as you can tell, I am not very patient with anything. Oh, yeah, oh, you, are, you, I mean, you, were, you were the absolute definition of... Um, the definition of insanity is repeating the yes. same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and... no, but... Yeah, in person, doing an escape room or anything like that, you're nothing like that. You are a lot more <laughs> analytical <laughs> when you do... play the, the chest with me, Stefan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always losing because I cannot... I don't want to keep thinking ahead and I'm just moving whatever I feel like. Oh yeah, there is there is that. Definitely rules for that. It's just try and find the person who wants to pick up every item in the room and tell them to... Yeah. One, one minute... So anyway, um, I did enjoy pl- I did enjoy playing so far the little nightmares. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to the point that you did, coming out. yeah, to the point where you do want to like do a couple of other streams at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will do. Um, not today and probably not tomorrow, but maybe on Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday will be good. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really nice game. Um. I kind of I don't know why, but I kind of expected more towards the medium. 
uh, the game, the psychobatic horror game. Yeah. Uh, this is more like platformer, which is more towards uh, the actual limbo. Mm. Um, it seems to me, yeah, I guess I feel, and this is sort of happening with Terry playing um, a machine for pigs at the moment, that there isn't, the, the horror isn't like big spooky like you know last last second yeah. jump scares well, it's just this like sense of dread that there's always something not right going on the whole time yeah uh, that's what i had kind of um that was the feel i had while playing the medium mm. um the game did make me jump wise for the whole game maybe mm-hmm. once in the beginning and once somewhere in the middle yeah, and other than that, it's just the the graphics, the sounds. That's what make you not the scary sounds like something poking out. It's just mm-hmm. like the theme, the mute, the theme of the music. Yeah, uh, the background noises. That's what makes you uneasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed the medium, and hopefully, I will be able to. to there will be like yeah, I don't know, a second part to it or something. Mm. Uh, so anyway, let's focus on the little Microsoft for for now. So I will finish it off probably by streaming it. Yeah, and then maybe I will just pick up the second part because it's fun. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair dues. Especially, especially knowing that you guys watching it and having fun, then yeah, why not? Yeah, fair dues. No worries. Right, Stefan, your turn, mate. Wait, what? What am I doing? You you know what you're doing is is what's been played. So other than Tales of Arise, oh, we're still on that bit. Sorry, I've played Tales of Arise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting close. You know the to feature the is end. called "What's Been Played," not "What Are You Playing Right Now." Um, well, as Terry mentioned in the last podcast, uh, me and Terry started a flat world. Yeah. Um, we have. What the hell is this? It, it's Minecraft, but. Just a flat world. There's no hills. There's nothing. That Basically, you, it, it literally it is like the most difficult place to ever live on the planet. Um, the first, the first few days of it, we literally got killed constantly by slime. Oof. And then we found a village to live in, <laughs> and then we bricked the wall off. We built the walls. We Break did what Donald Trump up. couldn't do. You built that wall. <laughs> All around us, no one's getting it. <laughs> ah, right. Okay, so you basically more became Pas- uh, Pascal Savage from uh, Johnny English, who just turned yeah. the turn Great Britain into a Great prison. Into the prison. Yeah, we turned the corner of a. We turned the corner of this. I think he's got a three thousand by three thousand block map, so literally yeah. you can run from one side of the map to the other. It's not that hard. <laughs> to be honest, it is. You'll probably get killed. Well, yeah. There's enough mobs out there that'll just kill you, especially slimes. But um, we just... I got in our first... like we play, We're not playing it constantly. Mm-hmm. And at the minute, we're basically doing AFK while none of us are properly playing on it. But um, in the first day, we built... I built the village breeder for us, so we can just keep spawning out villages and not have to worry about much. Um, yesterday, me and Terry built... The iron farm, which we could only build after I got villagers who would trade us iron tools that we then melted down to make iron to make the iron farm. Right. 
because if we didn't do this, we would literally have to stand there manually going, please drop us iron, please drop us <laughs> let, let us pick it up, let us pick it. Now it automatically picks it up, and then we did a sorting system for it. Which, to be honest, the design we've used isn't the best design for an iron farm. Mm. It's literally the basic thing you can ever build for an iron farm. Even the guy who does the video for it, he goes, it's just something basic. It's something you can do straight off the bat. It'll make you... I think our, I've been AFK on it for eight hours. Right. We got about just under a double chest full of iron in eight hours. Well, I know for a fact, I for the iron farms I know of, but are so much more complicated... I can make one which will literally in eight hours would probably fill our whole system up and overfill us. Mm-hmm. And our system is well, for our, what we're doing at the minute, we have if we AFK the way we are, we could AFK for one, two, about three days before our system overflows. Right. If I build one of these complicated farms, which would literally be can I get it to work, not get it to work type thing we could easily times that by 10 and have it done in a few hours in like literally no time for that, for what little area we have for a sorting system. Yeah. And so it, it seems is... to have these with these like mechanical things. So if you, so you, you guys going for these like factory style Minecraft worlds and, oh, yeah. and, and stuff like that. It's just, it's very if you, used. if you want factory, See, I, I watch Hermitcraft, and Hermitcraft do... Not all of them do industrial giant building sites, make everything mm-hmm. so productive that you basically you AFK there for an hour, and you basically never need that resource again. <laughs> if you go to a Minecraft thingies... Um, what are they called? M- Mumbo Jumbo talks about them a lot. Sidecraft, that's what they're called. Right. They're the ones who literally take a farm and go, how can we make this 100% better? And they do it. Hmm. They'll make that farm that was generating, let's say, 5,000 iron an hour. Um, they'll times that by five, by at least 10 or more and go, well, now it makes over a million iron an hour. We did that. And it's still the same farm that you had to begin with. We just made it better. See, see what you're getting here, Darius, is efficiency is key. Yeah. <laughs> which... Well, see, I, that, that's kind of thing which pulls me off from many, many games to, the, in the type of Minecraft. Because... Uh, not all Minecraft has to be like that, though. I don't, I don't really mind to go graft for some materials, etc. See, I love the grind. I, I love the whole grinding for stuff. I find it so calming on Minecraft. It's like it's too much for me in terms of Minecraft. I did play to, what do you call it? The void. The train kind of game. Yeah. Okay, there is still the there is still the grinding of it in this game. However, it's not as necessary to progress because you're progressing um, into different waves. First of all, you do have to complete your run from one station to another. 
to get some to, to unlock something and secondly yes you have to gather all those resources to upgrade your train yeah and this, this that's kind of have for me a right balance for grinding and building okay so, so you say right but minecraft has no balance it has nothing it has either either you can do excess building you can do excess grinding or you can just do the game in half an hour yeah with doing none of that or you can just turn on the creative mode and build whatever you want yes so yeah um as I said, um, Minecraft is not really my thing. I did have it right now because I just the other day I was just checking the RTX mode on it. I, Looks I still, great. I still think you should play with us. And uh, yeah, that was I mean, me basically. I, mean, I still think you should, I might do it at some point, but I think, I think you should still play like Final Fantasy with us as well if you can if you oh, can yeah. de- uh, if you yeah. can deal with if you can deal with the poor graphics. Yeah, I told him what you said. Power graphic boy. It is. It, it looks me, yeah. fucking beautiful. No. What you don't know is that Darius was running everything on the lowest settings he had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. You've got your RTX card. Turn it the fuck up. Just crank it up. Yeah. Well, it's, no. It's... I have to. So I will try to get back to the. Um... Final Fantasy, because I just barely started. Well, and... let's put it this way. I'm going to be restarting the story soon. So right. if you want to restart it, you can restart it with me, because I'm literally just going back well, to redo I've another not started the story even. I am actually level, I don't know, three, maybe four. I just killed the first few. What was it? Um, mushrooms? Yeah. yeah. I don't think you even did that, did you? Didn't you just meet me in a thing? I added you as a friend and you disappeared. No, yes, but I've played a little bit later further. Oh, did uh, you? In other words, you've so played with some, some of the first quests. And, what yeah, what are you? You're a Lancer, aren't you? Yes, I am Lancer. Uh, so that's the melee okay. DPS to go with the range so... DPS, the magic DPS slash heal, and the tank. Oh, you leave my line of fell alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you? How um, much are you progress in uh, getting to your Lalafell Grand Company that you wanted to do, or your free company that was just all Lalafell? That's that might come with when I go back to help to, um, Darius. Here. Got you. Uh, my enough. gladiator. Seeing that I have literally turned around and said I will become like the tank lord and have every tank class maxed out, and then I found this Lalafell little. It's one of the mages. It's hard yeah. to have everything maxed out because either you have to spend like hundreds and thousands of hours into the game. Or spend or, a lot of money on the game. Or, yeah, or both both things literally will help. Spend a lot of money. And... It's not actually that hard to grind in that game. Especially if you just follow the quest lines and shit like that. It's oh, I assume so. It's, yeah, it's, it's not really the grinding type of game. This is more like having the whole experience of enjoying the world, basically. That's what mm. I think it is. See, it's like, I know D plays it for the story. I have no idea what's going on in the story, by the way. Because I, I play, don't play I, it for the story. Yeah, I play I it for the main story. For the story. 
the sort of the auxiliary um, bits or like ancillary bits. I, I, I don't even care about the main story. All I care about is I just like the looks of the creatures that are in it. I like the way the world's looking at. I want to yeah, see more of it that way. The the art of Final Fantasy always was yeah. and still is great. But the graphics yeah. crap. Don't forget that. I one. Just, yeah, well, I just don't know what it is. It's just the well, well, you don't know. It is. I have the issue with analyzing. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe you're just thinking too much. Maybe you've sat there and watched too many Final Fantasy movies, Final Fantasy maybe. films, and gone. It looks well, nothing I, I, as good I, as the films. I'm, yeah, I'm used to right now to the uh, Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation Five quality. So yeah, that might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a little bit of uh, okay. Yeah, fair. You know, no, the I worst get thing you. you ever did was buy a PlayStation Five. Oh, yeah, at least the motherfucker got a PlayStation Five. Let's think of it that way, right? Um, with with so that, the worst thing he ever did was build a, buy a PlayStation Five. Right, with that, we're going to move on. So, um, yeah, hey. before we go on to the, like the two the two little bits of news, there's a third bit of news that I said that I'm going to be getting on my soapbox for. So, oh, first Brad of all, Ryan's getting on his high horse. I'm playing back. I'm going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just go back down, yeah, you go back into you into your thing. So, we're in the middle of the League of Legends World Championships for 2021. Also called Worlds, for sure. And we are now, as of this podcast, we've just had the first day of the group stage of Worlds. Or as as some people call it, the beginning of Worlds. There isn't. There was a bit beforehand that happened last week called Planes. Did you watch the TFT for Worlds, by the way? No, I did not watch the TFT for Worlds. Because like how when you watch people who especially when you watch people who play TFT they always go you can't force a build no people can force a build oh yeah there's one build you can force in this season Hellions everyone fast pushed it within worlds yeah Hellions so I think I, I think I saw a dot esports article regarding it about a guy who managed to like get through one of the rounds about... by forcing Hellions every round and it's all about Cled. Of course it's Cled. Fucking Cled. Anyway, Cled yeah. is like the Omega. You'd think Teemo would be, but nah. Nah, no, nah, you can... You, it, you it, can... It, it, I always see a thing I've never seen, unless it's <coughs> someone on YouTube who's spending hours to do it. I've never mm-hmm. seen anyone naturally set off Krill. Because... If your Teemo is the only thing left, there's no way there's no there's any there's either the whole team left for your enemy, or there's like your whole team left <laughs> mm. with a Hellion build. There's never just a Teemo and someone else. No, just to, You're right. for Teemo to go. I kill you. I, I I can now kill you instantly. Goodbye. Yeah, oh, no. I've never had that naturally, and the only mm. people I've ever seen do it, I've seen I think I've seen Bunny Fufu do it once. Yeah, and literally for what he says from when he, when you're watching his games, he even says, "I've been trying this build. I've been trying to do this for three hours. I had someone steal it from me in the last minute in the last game. I swear to God, we're gonna make this happen." Oh God, no, I, I... I feel sorry for him sometimes. The amount of time he must sit there 
playing TFT just to get these builds to work. I don't. I don't. You can afford to do it. You, you say that. That's his whole. That's his whole like. That's his whole gimmick. He's got, he's got other. Yeah, but he's not just TFT. He does summoners rift and everything. Hey. And it's like the benefit. The benefits of being in the league partner program. Mm-hmm. Is he actually part of that? I, I don't know. I could only assume he is. If he's as big as he is, hmm. I reckon he is. And from what it also looks like, he doesn't look like he's, he'd be someone who'd abuse it and and be part of the sort of the, the toxic community that League of Legends could normally be, mostly be, occasionally not be. Why do we play the game anyway? I, um, you know the weirdest thing is with especially League recently. I find it's not as toxic as it used to be. It's probably because we like well, TFT and Aram. We just fucking give we give yeah, someone's rift the widest berth. Yeah, but then Aram used to be really toxic. Uh oh no, I know what's I know why why it's not been so toxic recently, Steph. Everyone's fucking playing Earth. Mm. There's a featured but mode for them to all be been, toxic on. But it's been like that for a bit though. Everyone is playing New World right now. What? No, do I play New World? world. Oh it's yeah, there is that. Yeah. The, um, the oh, the Amazon survivals. MMO where you can yeah. be a farmer and also occasionally try and have war with other factions. Uh, yeah. Uh, right. Which, I can't lie; it has caught my eye. I, I was looking at it when it was in early access, and I just went, "I've got too many games that I, I get bored of them too quickly." Bye. Uh, yeah. you, know, you know, you know what, you know what threw me off it? PvP focused. Well, bye. Yeah, I don't get stuff like, that. but it's like. Ark. I, I don't get why you didn't play Ark as much, Ryan. Especially seeing that we never played PvP on it or anything. I just never got into Ark. There's a game that you have played, and I, I've always wondered why you never really got into it. It's like you played it for a little bit, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, right, anyway. League of Legends. Planes. Uh, there was a team... They're unfortunately now being eliminated, but been, for, for some people not so unfortunately eliminated, as the story will come, called Beyond Gaming. They had successfully made it through the group stage and ended up into their uh, best of five series to try and move on to the group stage proper. Uh, except the night, <laughs> the night before their next match, uh, one of their players was indefinitely suspended by... Riot Games and League of Legends due to match fixing. Oh! So, um, mid laner, uh, the name, here we go, uh, Chian Maoan, Maoan um, was suspended, according to League of Legends official post, um, for violating rule 9.3 of the 2021 World Championship rule set, which prohibits association with gambling. Rumours arrived that uh, Mawan was leaking draft information to one of their friends in order to influence betting on picks and bans that would happen in Champion Select prior to their game. Um, Rumours again have come down to the fact that apparently he said which characters were going to be picked and banned and what would have a heavy chance of being featured, only for them to not appear for the friend to lose money 
and for them to decide, well, you've just lost me money, let's end your career, motherfucker. And that's possibly what's going to happen. Um, so he, suspend, he was suspended from the the World Championship indefinitely. Didn't matter. They went out the next game. Um, and then maybe subject to additional penalties following a full investigation. League of Legends do not look well or do not... Um, you know, they are not happy regarding... Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Martin. They don't look favourably on rigging of matches. This has happened in... Yeah, this has happened in that Martin's just gone backstage now, so um, he's he's, he's off. Uh, um, But, uh... No, he's he's, he's come back. He's he's just come back. He's just, yeah, he's just had to suspend a player and then bring him back. Um, So, yeah. Where were we? Yeah, so they don't look favourably on it. They've they've banned players for less in regards to potential max fiction in lower tournaments. And the fact that this has happened at Worlds is a big fucking red flag. Yeah. My soapbox issue here is in regards to the audience and fans. And now, unfortunately, I'm looking at the wrong places for balanced conversation uh, regarding where people stand in regards to this suspension and potential ban. Because considering my places to look at are Reddit and Twitter, you know, the um, the best place for balanced, normal conversation. And there seems to be a bit of a, a 50-50 split in regards to the severity of the punishment. Which seems to be a bit off, to be honest. Match-fixing is match-fixing, regardless of how severe or whatever it is it's like you know it's like people there are there are a lot of users who turn around and going well he didn't he didn't throw the game intentionally to cause the match to be lost he just he just leaked potential draft strategies yeah no the, i'm i'm not of an agreement on that if you if you are doing that if you're leaking drafts you're more than capable of throwing a game for a bung and you know Getting a getting a nice little uh, a nice little payday. To be in 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 LOL game, it's enough if you just miss your ult mm-hmm. in crucial situation when your team relying on it. Yeah, yeah. And, and then if you okay, if you're... sorry, I just misclicked or something I missed, and you cannot really prove it. Something was done on purpose or not. Yeah, but the fact that you would then be potentially betraying the other four members of your team and the rest of your organization that you contracted for to get a few extra to you know to get a few extra money Books. yeah is 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 ridiculous the the thing that i've got on this is at the end of the day and this is still the thing that comes up people seriously want stuff like league of legends esports as an as a whole to be taken seriously as a sport and so at that point i say that in order to take it seriously as a sport, you have to monitor it as if it is a sport. And let's let's be honest, you don't get away with match fixing in football, tennis, you know, rugby, your, your, your big team sports. You don't get away with it in sport. So why the fuck do you think you should get away with it in league? Yes. You know, you know what I mean. It's like, oh, he's just had a bad, bad spell. Just give him his eighteen month suspension, then he can come back. Blah blah blah. No, footballers have been done over in their careers for less 
So if you want, if you, no, you know, yeah, exactly. I I only on you with it, right? If if you're mm -hmm. messing up with the ropes, you sh seriously should be out of it for a lifetime, basically. Yeah. Especially, um, when the community wants the esports to get off, I would say to start off to be as big as let's say football games, right? Mm -hmm. And let's uh, let's think of it this way: it's getting close. If you look yes, at sort of viewerships between sort of league and the Super Bowl, for example, is yeah, yeah. That, that, however, you would be expecting more games coming towards this, not only mm -hmm. have uh, League of Legends as on only single game being a big sport event. Yeah, yeah. You want more variety in it. Yeah, that however, sort of ecosystem you... needs to be there as well. Yes. So. so if if the uh, let's let's say the they they are the first League of Legends kind of they are the first big ones and if something like that will be happening and they will let it slide mm. it will make a lot difficult for every and another game to get to that same level yeah to be recognized as a esports worldwide yeah because because at every point then they'll be looking over the shoulder. Yes, it's, it's just you'll be you know constantly going there, and like like say, credit to credit to sort of Riot and the the world's organization or the world's team for that. They found the problem, nipped it in the bud immediately, and moved on. And with the fact that there's potential, you know, further consequences, says that they're they're taking that seriously. I know it's always going to be tough because there's always going to be an element of people want of you know people wanting to extra sort of be greedy in regards to that and yeah. use the players to do it. But if you keep stopping the problem before it grows too much, you can at least keep it in a minimum. So yeah, that's that's my sort of my little rant in regards to that. Fans of League of Legends and esports in general, if you want it to be treated ser if you want it to be treated seriously as as a sport you're going to have to deal with incidents like this being treated as seriously as it would be in sport. Sorry, that's that's the way it goes. The guy might look like a nice guy and has got a nice career ahead of him, but if he fucks up with match fixing, sorry, that's his own fault. And at the end of the day, there's the other rumour, he tried to do it for tits. Not even for money. So, yeah. um, he's screwed up there. Not bad. Anyway... We move on, we move on, and uh, we go to one of our other regular features. Uh, <clears throat> I don't have Terry to provide it for me, but I'll, I'll try my own ways. Uh, what the fuck, Blizzard? Still got it. Yeah, so, um, oh god, lawsuits, lawsuits, lawsuits. There's been a lot of lawsuits at Activision Blizzard, and the big one, though, is the lawsuit between California's Department for Fair Employment and Housing versus Activision Blizzard. Though according to this post from like four or five hours ago from PC Gamer, uh it's getting a little bit messy because there is another agency. Um oh god, let's just have a look at this. Uh the the that's it, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Um there was the the, the lawsuit in regards to the what was it the eighteen million settlement that happened last week. Um, 
basically, long story short, there's a lot of legalese in this. Conflict of interest. Um, as members of the EEOC uh, are the same as members of the DFEH, and Ryan is feeling a little bit uh, H-E-L-P-L-E-S-S here regarding this. Um, this is probably not the best story to, 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 to do, but basically... That lawsuit has got messy, and it's now going to make the big lawsuit, the thing that started this whole thing off, the two-year investigation into sexual harassment and um, and like effectively stifling of equal opportunities at Blizzard and Activision Blizzard as a whole. Let's let's not get let's not just try and palm this off of just being Blizzard. It's the whole fucking company. Come on now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what more more can be said in regards to that, but that's just an update that uh, this is your weekly scheduled reminder that the lawsuit's still going, no matter how many times Activision try and send you out an update for Call of Duty Cold War or whatever the fuck they call it these days. But have you noticed Activision's really actually kind of got the name not really on it as much? Yeah, it's it's classic business of, this is nothing to do with us, goodbye! So you know, it's our um, game, but we want to put our our brands apart from it. This yeah. is the Call, this is the Call of Duty brand, not our brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever happened, whatever happened with sexual harassment or stuff that could have happened at Call of Duty is nothing to do with Activision. Not at all. I mean, we mentioned a couple of weeks back that their lone legal officer would decided to go and say, um, uh, "I don't know about the the successful winning this court." Yeet, and um, you know. Sort of left there, so that's that's your update in regards to that. And uh, I've got one more story, which may be actually funny for you. Uh, so you know about NFTs, right? Non-fungible tokens or whatever that's fungible yes. tokens, basically crypto for images. Um, and have you heard that Intellivision is still trying to release a console in the year two thousand and twenty-one called the Amico? Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry too much if you if if you didn't, um, because oh, Burning Trash Fire is the development cycle for that console. Um, the 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 owner of Intellivision or whatever is known to be a bit unscrupulous and very critical of people being critical of his plans and stuff like that. As in, you know, like going on Twitter and harassing them until they either leave or they get blocked. Um, and uh, and you know. That's, that's we're not, not even. Allowed to do that? Did you just say? No, no, we're not allowed to do that. Um... Oh, I've been doing that. Oh, that's a shame. I'm only messing. Okay, so uh, uh, yeah, so good news in regards to the progress update for Intellivision Amico. I, I work all the time anyway. It's fine. Um, the Intellivision Amico has released a bundle of eight games. The console that's not yet released. I can get the game, but I cannot get the console. Correct. Okay, so um, so I will be not able to play it, isn't it? Correct. Ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So this this has come from um. I've got this one from Eurogamer. Um. So we've got like a pack of four physical games. Out of the eight that they're they're planning to release when the console comes out, 
are available for purchase now for uh, for um, eighty dollars slash eighty euros. Because again, we live in the fucking video game industry where currency exchanges do not exist unless you live in Canada. Yeah, at which point they exist too much, and you can't buy something for someone in Canada or the other way round. No, I don't think they care about the other way round. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Well, fair enough. It, they don't care about us buying stuff for them because it costs more. They care yeah. about them buying stuff for us because it costs less. Yeah, that's that's the point. Yeah, that that's what it was. Because I bought stuff for Duncan and Terry before, but they can't buy stuff for us because it's cheaper. Yeah, they couldn't gift them over. It's just like. So, yeah. as I put it, if you ever want to send me anything, there's my email. Send it to my paper. <laughs> yeah, there. So, um, yeah, so or you can get all eight games available for one hundred and forty nine ninety nine currency. Um, but yeah, as I mean, the problem is the the Amico was due to arrive according to this article on the tenth of October last year. Yeah, it's supposed to be kind of don't know how it was. Yeah, it's it's bad, it's bad. But the the additional In thing on the Vision Amica console pre-order is that it? Yep. Yeah, but how, how much is, is this? <laughs> do you want do you want to post do you want to post the picture of the console into the Discord, Darius, just so you can see. So Stefan can see what the hell this I thing is. See it and well, where did you free... put it? Uh, he hasn't put it anywhere yet. Oh. Uh, I can try and find it as well if you want. But, uh... My God. Okay, it's so... fine. Where is it? Oh, it, yes, it's being placed in the chat now. Um, So, for, for, for audio description... Uh, yes. No, freaking console with two controllers, I assume. Yes. What what it basically looks like? That that looks like an iPod. Yeah. So well, yeah. the pads, the pads, and the screen. Yeah, definitely do look like an iPod. That looks like its base is a foot spa. Yeah. So like you pick up your two iPods, you play one in one ear and one in the other, and you put your feet. And in you it. just yeah, put your. Yeah. Looks worse than my freaking phone. Yeah, it's always oh, it. That... It it, it kind of does look like it's like one of them like phones that you have like hooked up to a thing and you can just take it out and walk around your house. Going, yes, Margaret, yeah. it's all it, good. And that's 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 a that's a picture of one of the games that looks like it's being developed there. Like it's like very pixelated golf game, is it? Yeah, and the it's release it. date is exactly. apparently thirty first December twenty twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah, two thousand and twenty two. But they're selling the games now. Yes. Yeah, you know, sometimes you ever wonder, you ever wonder, like, if people are getting scammed. I mean, this is this is this is worse than the whole Soldier Boy console. Well, let's not, let's not talk about that. Yeah, it's gonna have an Android Linux operating system. Octa-Core Snapdragon 624. And we currently know phones have the late, well, with a generation of 800 Snapdragon. 
You know, you know what else it's also going to have? It's going to come with a fucking walking stick for everyone to need to use by the time the thing comes out. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. How, how do, You're how ridiculous. Do, where, where in any sort of business sense do you think the idea should be to sell the games for the console that's not coming out until next year, given the fact that it's already been delayed for a year? Well, it's better than selling the console with no games. Don't, no, 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 don't try and flip that <laughs> argument on there. It's just... But it is better than that. At least you've got the games when you know you're buying the console. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I guess, I guess. Well, I mean, I guess um, when the Amico does come out, these people will be able to pick up the damn console. Amico, see our games, but you cannot see our console on the freaking website. Freaking hell. Oh, that's just absolute mental. I think, I think you know, on that, that bombshell, I think that's where we where we wrap this podcast up, just to, just to leave that in the idea of how has someone managed to get business sense so wrong? I mean, I know what we'll do. What we'll actually do is we'll... Um, We'll provide people this podcast now for the potential best of podcast that will be delayed for the next three years. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Um, but you can't play this podcast until the best of podcast comes out in, in three That's years. That's it. Time. It sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. What's your issue? There we go. I will get that organized with Terry and we'll, we'll get that all sorted. Right. So, yeah, we're going to wrap this podcast up. So um, thank you, Darius and Stefan, for turning up and and dealing with Which... dealing with me today. Yeah, I wasn't like I was off this. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh if you <laughs> like if you like what you heard and you want to uh support us and you know uh keep listening to this absolute crazy show, you can uh, do that. If you're watching us on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, click the bell, watch out for the content ID, don't worry, it's all fine. Um you, you can uh if you're listening to this on Twitch or watching this on Twitch Give us a follow, and then you'll know when we do all our stuff again. Um, you can also like us on Instagram, like our friend Stephen just did. Um, that's on our Instagram page, at Immaterial Gamers. Uh, you can also contact us on social media, at, uh, at Immaterial Gamer on Twitter, or Facebook.com slash Immaterial Gamers. Um, you can always support us on Twitch if you want, monetarily, by chucking some bits our way, or a subscription. We're not your parents. But you've got their card. It's fine. And um, we are also in the middle of Spooktober, as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. So that's going on until the end of October. And I'm just going to place it in the chat again, just in case anyone's seeing it. And uh, yeah, we've got the fundraiser for Cancer Research UK uh, for their very modest target. But uh, you know, we're all known someone who's been affected by cancer or has or has had to had to go through the horror of cancer and that's the whole point of Spooktober is that we can do that so hopefully no one else has to so you can always uh, do that there and uh, we're available on the audio services as well Amazon, Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever great podcasts are served our podcast is also there if you want so um, yeah it's time to wrap this up so have a very good night or day, whenever you're listening to this, and uh, we'll see you next week. Toodaloo! Catch you later, guys. Bye-bye.